0: Good morning, everyone, and happy Friday to each and every one of you. Thank you all for joining us today. I am Iris Owens, your host, and welcome to The Autopsy of Her, Healing, Evolving, and Resiliency. I am so excited today, but first, let me introduce my co-host and my beautiful sister. Good morning, honey bunny. How are you? Good morning, honey bunny. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I am doing great. (laughs) <laughs> it's so so we are excited guys because today we literally have my baby our baby but not a baby anymore miss isabella owens joining us today
1: good morning hey. <laughs> hey how are you i'm great wonderful i just woke up like 30 minutes ago yeah but i should make sure to brush good. my teeth and clean myself <laughs>
0: Okay. Amen. Amen. Those things are important to start the day.
2: That's it. <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry, this is funny. So, yeah. so, okay, I'm easy. I'm easy. <laughs> so today, and, and, and so we, you know, guys, those of you who tone tune into us and listen to us, you know, we're always talking about, you know, this is not just about us as women, right? But it's about just life in general, but from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm always talking to my daughter who is now, you know, a sophomore, soon to an up and coming junior in college. And um, we're all, we have real conversation. So I wanna say to you all uh, upfront, the disclosure is, so if she says anything that you all are like clutching your pearls, I just, you know, that's how we roll. We are you know, <laughs> going to tell you on this show that we <laughs> we do not edit, we don't cut, and so no, you, we don't do I, I don't shows. know what she's going to say because today's show is uh, you know the navigating life through the lens of a nineteen year old, and so it's her perspective. It is you know my grandma used to say, and my mother always says. That we are all here with these, with the younger folks, right? And it's like, this is their world, and we're asking them, we're just asking them to be able to live in it. So, we're going to have a candid conversation with my Izzy about what life is like and navigating life as a 19 year old. So, Isabella, where would you like to start?
1: I'll start with, um, I guess, like starting college, of course. So I guess, like, first things first is um if anybody else is also, like, my age, they understand, like, the whole starting college and not knowing, like, where you stand on the adult spectrum. Because, like, you have all these adults, like, still telling you what to do all the time. And, like, you know, of course, like I do, paying my entire life function. <laughs> so, you know, you get, like, your one or two adult things. My most adult thing right now is, like, paying my Spotify bill. <laughs> so, you know. You're like trying to navigate, like, okay, if I can pay this one bill, like what is it gonna be like when I have like other bills? So, you know, like I find myself a lot like calculating what I'm making in a month and then being like, oh, okay, this is what I make in a month. This is gonna be my bank account in a month. So mostly what other subscriptions can I add to my bank account? So I can afford those things, I guess. And then um I would say like that's like my most adult thing I do right now, like trying to find like what I can pay for, what I can afford right now. And then, of course, also worrying about when I stop being 19, what I can afford in the real world. But you but you do work. You have a job. I do work. I do. And you want to work.
0: Do you have to
1: work? No, not at all. But I do love a good job. (laughs) And why do you have a job? I got to turn
2: off my camera for one second. I'm listening.
1: Why do you have a job? I have a job because you know I think when I don't have a job I get really bored in my room and then I sit there and my brain starts to rot and I go no okay okay because I lack social interaction and going outside okay you lack social interaction so
0: tell me talk a little bit about that because you and I talk about that a lot about social interaction because you are very much the you're funny as heck like you're a great person. I've watched you in relationships with your friends. You're a great friend. You're a great support to your friends, but yet you are that individual who you will be like, yeah, I don't need, I don't need friends. Like you're like, I have a friend or I have two friends and you're good. So elaborate a little bit on your mindset as it relates to social interaction.
1: I don't have a high tolerance for people, like, and I think that's like a combination of like, you know, both my parents, like you of course are a very interactive person and dad is not a very interactive person. So I find myself when I do get friends being like, at first I start to be like really clingy with them. I start to hang out with them all the time. I want to like be with them all the time. I'm like, oh, come over to my, like, I'm like, come spend time with me. Like, let's go to the movies. Let's go shopping together. Blah, 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 blah. And I want to spend like so much time with them. But then in like three months after that, I burned myself out and realized I don't really want to be friends with that person anymore because I don't really like them. And I feel like in a way I almost like (laughs) fake myself out for a minute and I'm like, oh, this is such a great person to hang around. And then I'm like, not really. (laughs) And it doesn't happen with every single person I'm friends with, but it does happen with a few good bit of them if that makes sense. Okay. So you
0: and I have also talked about, uh, and I always say, right, you know, we talk about, so as, as, as Stephanie and I, we will talk about, because we're much older than you and we've had much more interactive experiences in terms of relationships. And so, you know, we realize that sometimes we have to give people grace, right. Or that we wish that someone would have given us grace, but realizing that in in relationships and interaction with people, sometimes you feel like, oh, I guess I should give this another chance. I should guess. So you're 19, tell me, or talk elaborate a little bit about your experience as it has been in terms of trying to meet someone or date someone, or is that even a thing, dating someone?
1: So in this lovely generation that I'm in, like dating isn't a thing. It's like you go through like a three, six month talking stage. And then one day somebody's like, oh, do you want to date? Or like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Or not even like really asking boyfriend or girlfriend anymore. It's more like y'all kind of just hang out over and over again until finally they just assume or y'all both just assume that y'all are dating, which creates a lot of confusion because I've seen so many girls that I know be in that situation. And then they like think they have a boyfriend, but he never specifically asked. And she never asked either because she just assumed. And then he cheats, of course, or cheats, quote unquote. And the main line of like defense for him is like, well, we're not dating or like we're not really together. And I feel like it's really hard to date in this generation because of that like mindset, because it's like everything is a we'll just hook up or we'll just like. Or no, my favorite one. We'll just be a sneaky link. And like, I'm not a sneaky person. I don't like to be snuck. (laughs) I'm I'm going to say, you need to explain for the audience. What's a sneaky link? So a sneaky link is like a person that you meet up with to have like sex with. But you like, y'all aren't telling anyone that y'all are having sex with each other or y'all are hooking up with each other. So like, basically, if you're a sneaky link, like y'all could see each other in public and be like, just walk past each other. Like y'all don't know each other hmm or wow. like people can know about y'all being sneaky links but which kind of doesn't make the whole thing of being a sneaky link it kind of like defeats the purpose but it's like basically y'all are having sex all the time and y'all could be even hanging out together and like spending time together but y'all aren't dating there so but there's no commitment
0: of, of one another or no cl- or c- lack of a better word no claiming of
1: us being associated with one another Right. There's no, the guy does not have to claim you. You don't have to claim the guy. And most of the time it's the guy not claiming the girl because the girl ends up catching feelings. And I'm not going to do that to myself. So. So your,
0: so your, so your experience with young men has been what?
1: So. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For the young men that I've encountered, um, I have yet to meet somebody that was my exact age. I always meet like a 20 or a 21 year old and, um, or my, or my favorite ones, the 22 and 23 year olds, which I have capped myself at that exact age, the twenty-three year olds. Mm-hmm. But my experience with them is that with the night, with the 20 year olds and the 21 year olds, they're very much also trying to navigate their lives. As men, but they're very much on, I'm grinding, I gotta get this money, I gotta get this motion, blah, 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 other than getting a girlfriend, which I completely understand. Like, focus on yourself and everything. Like, you know, focus on yourself first before you focus on other things. But it's like the way that they talk about the girls that they hang out with or like the girls they hook up with is terrifying. Because they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, I know this one girl, I'm hanging out with her. We literally, like, she comes over every night, we spend time together um, we go to movies together. Like, she's my number one on Snapchat, Whoa, blah, 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 all this. Like, I'm like in all her Instagram posts and I'm like, okay, so y'all are dating. And they're like, nah, I'd never date that bitch. And I'm like,
2: wow. But you know, I'm, I'm listening to Izzy and I don't know about you, I, but mm-hmm. this is nothing new. Absolutely. I never forget, when I was, um, probably in my early 20s, my aunt told me a story one day. She was like, I went out once. she was single, you know, and she was like, you No, know, she was young. And she was like, This guy was at this, they were at a party, and a man was there, They tried probably the most handsome man there. He said, In that room, he was sleeping, actively sleeping, with five of those women in that room. And what they were doing was that sneaky thing. Now some of yeah, these things happen. Sneakily. That's what it right. that is. And right. she was like, Let me tell you something. And she did she taught me this song as young, she said. If you are having an intimate relationship with someone and they don't want, any, if you want like, if you want to have an intimate relationship with someone and their thing is they don't want nobody else to know, don't. Right. So, so a lot of these things just have titles to it. It's the same thing that happens even now in our age group. Let me tell you, you know how many women think they had a boyfriend and they yes. 40 some years old because they're hanging out, spending time together. Right. And they say, no, he hang out with somebody else. Oh no, I, we never, I never claimed you. So right. you, you know you do have to you know make it clear on both ends that we are in a relationship, just the two of us, not other people. But this is nothing new underneath the sun. It's been happening I totally, forever, I I
0: totally agree with you and I, and I've always told my daughter I said I've told my daughter and you know and my son that and, and this is not so for those of you who are listening, I don't want you to say I'm, we're, we're not bashing men. We're just talking facts here that men, whether they're 4, 14, 24, 40, 64, 84, the game is still the same. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it's not, that doesn't mean every man, I'm not saying every man on the planet is running a game, but I'm saying the game, the methodology, the MO tends to be the same. And if you Mm -hmm. allow someone to get away with it, they will in fact do it. You Mm -hmm. know, my grandma always said, if you see a horse, ride it. And so as women and as a young woman, like as Izzy, you know, 19 years old, navigating life and then trying to navigate relationship um, can be quite challenging. Uh, so Isabella, you and I have- clear, some clear, thought, talk make, clear talk makes for clear understanding. Absolutely. Um, so Isabella, you and I have had some serious, candid conversations about- about life and about dating and about sex and so whatever you would like to share I'm not telling you what to share what what's your take on how you see what's going on in the world right now because as as I you and I have talked and I said man your generation is so nasty and so out of control and then you will say back to me she's like I listen to y'all's music and y'all way nastier than us (laughs) and she said I don't, and I said, yeah, but I, I, maybe we were. But the thing is, is that it, we couldn't listen to that on the radio. We had to literally either buy those records and then sneak and listen to it because those things could not be played on the radio. So what's your take on, you know, all that I just said right now?
1: What, like like rappers in this industry? Well, no, like with with dating and
0: sex and and just the freedom to be 19 and and yet the, and yet the, what restrictions do you feel you have or that you put on yourself as it relates to relationships
1: nowadays? I think my generation is very much like overly open about themselves like sometimes it's like of course on tiktok that's what we're all on somebody will share something and we'll literally be like it's okay to still keep secrets y'all know like like you don't have to tell me every single <laughs> thing about your life but um i think that's like we are very, i think we are very <laughs> much like overly open sometimes mm-hmm. and i think sometimes it's like to relate to each other especially since like you know a lot of us are very anti-social and have like social anxiety it's a very much an easy way to be like you're not alone in this and like everybody else does this and like, it's not just you, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like, um, I don't mind the rap songs. It's a song. Like it's whatever. I really don't care. But, um, personally, if I'm saying like oversharing, like you do not need to tell me in the first 10 minutes of meeting you that you just got your back blown last night. I don't want to know that. I just met you. Um, that's great for you. Um, (laughs) I don't Maybe. make my black boy. So I will it not be girl. relating to you at all. said <laughs> <laughs> I'm not relating to you at all. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. lovely for you, though. I'm very happy that you are getting that type of interaction. It's just not not my forte. <laughs> and, 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 you
2: know, and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. That's okay. Because, yeah. you
1: know,
2: you, you know. You, have, you could be a different bird and it's okay, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I
2: sometimes find myself sitting over there by myself and, and it's okay. I'm like, yeah, that, hey, you know, it's okay. I don't mind, you know? Yeah, dance, yeah. give you your own drum. It's nothing like yeah. it. Yeah. Know? And then, you know, when you dance, when you're authentic to yourself, you're a, a person that's authentic to themselves, you would eventually find each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That is all about authenticity.
0: I tell her that all the time, that she is... Yeah. You know, I, I, and I also say the mere fact that, you know, Isabella has had a, a male interactive person in her life. She's had a father, a father figure mm-hmm. in yeah. her life, has made, I think, a lot of difference in how she sees the world, how she sees men, how she sees relationship. Um, because I tell Isabella, and I've always told her that I wish that I had a dad like her dad.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. No joke. Because her dad,
0: her dad is a dad. You know, he, he's a dad. He is no joke when it comes he to takes that job very seriously. He takes all the way it back. Very seriously. Yeah. And and when there are moments. moments joke. And I'm sure Isabella will agree with me. There are moments where I think he goes far left and he well, goes far think, right. But, but then he's also <laughs> when he's driving in the center, he's driving in the center. So exactly. you know. So Isabella, how has your your relationship with your father impacted your life?
1: Oh my God, it's my entire fucking personality. First off. <laughs> um I'll always like, you know, of course, being in college, there are a lot of kids out here. they are very much like working hard for their lives, and um very proud of them, very proud of them. That's just not. Me. <laughs> um, So I will very much say that um, my lovely papa has given me a lot of things that I very much um, appreciate and am grateful for. Um, I think if I didn't have him in my life, I'd be living a completely different type of lifestyle. Um, I think he has made it so that I could live a life that... um, I think like a lot of other black girls wish they could have or experience. Like I've never really had, to, I've never Some had to like, girls wish they live your life. <laughs> oh, yeah, Girls period. I don't think it exactly.
0: matters. I don't matter. I don't think it matters The race love. <laughs> exactly. I don't think so. Because you live a really good life?
1: Yeah. I think it's like, I don't have to. At like 19, I've never had to w- wake up and be like, Oh my God, how am I going to pay my rent tomorrow? Or be like, Oh my God, how am I going to pay like this light bill tomorrow? Thanks mom. Love you. <laughs> um, I I've also never had, like I don't have to worry about how much gas I waste driving around for no reason because um my dad's gonna send me that gas money, and um I think in another way like I never have to look for an outlet for another dad like because I feel like a lot of girls that I know like when they don't have a father like they look for a father and other people and I've never had to look for a father and another person because um even though my dad likes to sometimes not answer the phone. um, I can still call him and he will still call me back maybe three hours later, but he will call back. And um, I can talk to him and I can tell him about things and be like, and I can tell him about the fifth time I had Starbucks this week. And um, he will understand and he'll be like, he'll be like, you know, you spend a lot of money. And he'll even tell me that um, he needs a new model. He's been threatening to um, send me back to the factory since I was like five, but at the same time, like, I think it's how he tells me that like, no matter, um, it's a really weird way to compare, but I think it means like that he tells me like, no matter how much I mess up sometimes, he's still gonna like be there for me. And he's still gonna understand that like, um, sometimes I'm gonna make those little mistakes and that like, he'll always be there to explain it instead of me having to run to like another male figure to um get the advice i need from him i guess i don't really know how to explain that no but. you said
0: you no, said it yeah, you, you said
2: it well. Explained it really well that he's and, always going to have you back no matter what that's
1: yeah. right
0: and, and that's important and and do you think mm-hmm. isabella that having your father right and even though your father can be at times he can be he can be strong a lot right like he could be a lot yes he could be a lot <laughs> but you, but you know that it's in love but when you are looking at or considering being friendship or friendships with other males or even
1: garnering do you use your father as a measuring in a relationship standpoint like if i ever thought about like getting with somebody or like dating them i do think of that like i put that on the spectrum of like not not I like not of course like oh is this man gonna be my dad but like of course like this is what my dad does for the women that he's with so like what is this guy gonna do that would kind of like compare to that I guess Mm -hmm. and also I've always said that like as I get older like I don't really need a boyfriend because I have a dad and I know people are gonna say that like that's weird because like why would you compare the two but like if you're not going to do for me, like what my dad can do for me, then what's the point of like, you know, dating you, especially if I don't want anything with you, I guess. Cause like my main thing about like, um, switching over is like one, my father drives me around. Are you going to drive me around? Because I'm not the best driver in the world. Of course we know I recently got in an accident, <laughs> but, um, I'm not the greatest and I can't park. So like, are you going to get like when I pull up to a restaurant, the practice this is makes
2: perfect. A- the more you drive, the better you'll get. So you don't just drive time in.
0: <laughs> he <laughs>
1: drives, but, you know,
0: <laughs> this chick has driven long distance several times, so she could drive. Yeah, I, I, I know <laughs> she could drive. So I mean has been
1: distracted.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But, mm-hmm. but um, I think it's like, you know, I have to compare almost in a way that I'm like, this is, I guess I'll say like, this is how my dad has taught me to be treated in a relationship. So, like, are you going to treat me that way in a relationship? And, like, my main thing is one time, of course, I went to a restaurant. I was meeting dad at a restaurant somewhere. I had to parallel park. I could not parallel park the car. Dad, of course, got up out of the restaurant, came outside to park my car. And then we went back inside. It was also pouring down rain. So, dad also got soaking wet from this. But I'm like, as a boyfriend, or like you wanting to be my boyfriend, are you going to do that same thing for me? And then also, um, it's also like, it's not all, all like always like a money standpoint. It's more of like a, like a, I guess like giving care standpoint. So it's like, are you going to, I guess, like care for me the way that I would need to be cared for in a way
2: that you would like to be cared. Yes. Definitely. Yeah.
1: You know what I want to say to you?
2: When I say, you, you know, this is my big thing. You know, words have power. So you don't want to be put out there, you know, I, you know, I don't need a boyfriend. I have a father, you know, if you want a boyfriend, want a boyfriend and that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. another thing I would share with you is you know, comparison is the death of all relationships. So you can't compare anything to anyone or whatever, but your standards, your standards are high. And a lot of that mm-hmm. comes from the fact that you grew up with the father in your home, you know, and who's still there, who will always be there. And you see the way that he has treated the women in his life and how he treats his children. And you know, you have standards for yourself. And so, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? But because you've seen it for yourself, it's not a fairy tale. You know, somebody say, I've heard fathers do this because they never had a father, but you know for sure that's the way it goes down. And right. you know that they are capable of coming to the table. If they, if some men just don't know because they didn't learn. You know, a lot of these kids, they, they, they're 19, 18, 20 something. And they're they're growing boys, they're not growing men. You right. know, they're not some of these boys never went from boys to men. I, I know men that are in their 50s that are still boys, they're grown boys, they just never knew and knew how how, how to do and, and don't do and didn't want to take the time to learn. So it's it's okay that you know all those things, but you because what a boyfriend could do for you, what a father could do for you are two different things. Right. All those, you know, that's nice, but you know, it's different. So, you know, just say, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm great. I have a dad and I have a boyfriend, you know, and both of them will do. But <laughs> dad
0: taught and her I, standards. Way, and I, still that's, yeah, dad taught her standards. And I, and I think exactly. that's exactly. the that's thing that for many women, in we lack standards.
2: Mm, um, yes, we do. Or the
0: example of good standards, um, right? And, you know, I, do, I don't necessarily think, I, you know, to be honest with you, not necessarily all of us lack
2: standards. I said are, some of us, not all of us. But well, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to say, I wanted to put something on that too. It's like sometimes, you know, that, um, that they would say, like some women like standards. But I'm gonna say that sometimes it's that we have empathy and compassion. So we like look at this person and be like, oh my God, he's a good man. Nobody ever just gave him a chance. Right. You take that person and give him a chance. But then, that sometimes,
0: but then sometimes you see when you give him the chance, you exactly. look then you realize why no one ever gave him a exactly. chance. That part, like, oh, no. that part, right. right. It
2: becomes a light bulb so, moment. But but it's, it's the compassion, you know, the empathy in women that be like, you know, and, wait a minute, and, and, and the favorite was like, oh, I, I can, if I could just be there to support him, I could turn him around. <laughs> I was listening to this minister last night and I had to stop listening listen to him. And he was like the seven reasons that while wow, a man leaves a woman that helped him grow, helped him in his business and everything like that. And one of the number one reasons he said was that because a man wants control. So if you supported him and helped him when he didn't have anything, now all of a sudden he's making money. Da da da. So you know who he is. So you know when he comes home, yeah, you need to take care of the babies. You gotta take care of the garbage. You know, you still got your things to do. You know, that's nice. You know, now we built this life together. He said, but if and I already had an idea about this, but if you already meet him, he's already on that level, you know, and you're like, oh my God, you know, I just met this wealthy man. And, you know, he's, so you're going to cater to him, you know, you're going to kiss his butt, all this kind of stuff. And he said, so they'll go and get another, a woman, which you see a lot, you know, especially, you know, people that are very popular. I've seen it personally that, you know, because now this person doesn't see where you came from. They didn't see, like, see how you guys struggled together and how that now that I've supported you. Now you can get somebody that sees you just as the person, you know, with the million dollars. And so, you know, they treat you differently. And it was quite interesting.
0: Yeah. So Isabella, question for you. You're going to be a junior next year, like in a few short months, like it's not even, a, it's like crazy, right? Like, I feel like you just went to college, but you have navigated so well, like, I am so extremely proud of you and not just because you're my daughter, but I'm extremely proud of you because you are very determined and you have your, you have a, you have goals set for yourself. I E like behind you on that wall is your vision board, right? Yes. (laughs) So she has her vision board and I think that's amazing. You know, I, I remember some years ago, it's a few years ago. I think while she was still in high school, I um, encouraged Isabella to start writing goals, right? Because I had gone to a vision to a vision board party, uh, vision board event, and encouraged her to write goals and things. And so I'm proud of her that she's still doing that. But Isabella, your level of determination is very impressive to me because um, last year, as a freshman, she went to school. She navigated everything. She never called me to say, "Hey." Want to get rid of this class? How do I do that? What do I do with this? What I mean, she navigated what she needed to do. She she wanted to leave the school. She did everything she needed to do to transfer. She did her own transfer. She, I mean, she knocked it out the park. Um, so Izzy, what is that driving force in you? What what, you know, at 19? I mean, I remember when I was 19, I was pretty determined to do what I was gonna do. So you are her mother, though Iris. Let's not forget yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but I am. I am her mother. But I mean,
2: you're, but you're. I mean, what well, I'm. I'm saying that to say that you have been a good role model for her. You know, you got to sure. think about the determination that you have, the determination that Ron has, and then you put that together, and then you put it together with Izzy's own determination. And yes. Now you have created this most phenomenal, beautiful human being, which is Izzy. You know. But so, I always saw. You know, next... But
0: Isabella knows this. I. From the very beginning, I, and I will say this about Isabella and she knows this. Isabella was, was our child that. If you just said to Isabella one time, something that she needed to do. She, she never gave you pushback. She never see that face. That's always the face. It the face doesn't change. It's like, Mm -hmm. she's listening. She's processing, but the face doesn't change. So Mm -hmm. when Isabella got ready to go to, to uh, kindergarten, uh, uh, not kindergarten. It was a uh, daycare uh-huh. and she was doing pull-ups at home. And I said, this is going to be the last package of pull-ups that I, that you have. <laughs> and she got that. Le- there were two pull-ups left. She never used those two pull-ups <laughs> went to school and she never had an accident. She never came uh-huh. back home with a change of clothes. She never wet the bed. She was just that child she learned how to tie her shoes in one hour on a mm-hmm. sunday evening just all if you just say to her okay prime example right izzy my best friend says you're your mother's best little broke friend and isabella goes no i'm not and then she thinks oh yes i am i don't have a job I don't have money. <laughs> she got a job the very next week and she had worked yeah. before but she <laughs> I'm because she's like I want you to know I got a job so Isabella
1: what is that what is that in you um I very much oh I'll, I'll, like I'll just say outright I very much have a fear of being poor <laughs> like I I think when I was like 17 probably no, like during quarantine definitely I started like calculating all the things I like and like how much like makeup I buy and how much skincare I buy and what type of lifestyle I want pretty much. And, um, I kind of like calculated it all together. And I think I found out I needed to make like $185,000 a year to support my lifestyle that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And from then on, I was just like, okay, can't make any less than that because, um, I need these things in my life. And, like, I don't need them, but like, I very much want them in my life. Right. And I just, at that point, I was just like, okay, so this is what I need to live. So like from that point forward, I was just like, okay, so I need to do this. I need to like do good enough in school that I can get like a decent job where I want or like a decent job in a field that makes me enough money. And so um, it's that. And then also I just very much have a fear. Like I hate being called out. Don't call me out. Like if you call me out, I will very much fix the problem the next day. So next time we get into it, I will be like, first of all, I did that yesterday. What now? (laughs) Well, that's true,
2: though, because yesterday died last night. It I sure got did. That's right. Yeah, leave
0: yesterday. Yesterday, today. You I love your determination, Isabella. I do. I do too. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. But you. like,
1: it's no, it's fine. But like, yeah, I just between those two things, between my fear of being of not living the lifestyle I wanted and the uh, fear of being called out, everything will get done. Everything will get completed. and um oh and then the other fear of just um you know like I don't like not knowing what um like where I'm gonna go soon like of course I can't plan the whole future like you know I never did that whole like oh where am I gonna be in five years thing that stresses me out I don't do that but um I will definitely like you know be like where do I want to be in three months type of thing so um I think when like I plan like I like planning like mini goals, like on like right up here where my paper is falling. Don't look at that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> right. I have like I have like 12 week goals that like, oh, where do I want to be in this like three month standpoint? Like what do I want to complete in like 12 weeks? And so like it's much easier to do that than do like a whole like five year plan and do like three big goals that you might not be able to achieve because like, you know, it's a full five years. I just prefer doing like short term goals that I can reach that will lead me up to a bigger goal in that five years. That was a golden nugget right there. I hope
0: y'all yeah. I hope y'all wrote that down because yeah. that was a golden nugget. She just she just gave right. us a, a whole new mindset to think about. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. set goals. Goals are important. But as opposed to this five year overwhelming, Exactly. Right, mm-hmm. Short term, three months. See so what you what you say, right? 12 weeks? Yeah. 12, 12 weeks. 12 weeks. That's man, that's is that's really good that's really really good i love that so that is
1: um it's mass communications with a um, concentration in public relations right now nice. Yeah. nice yeah i changed it for the seventh time guys okay well that's okay that's i was not, gonna that's, say you know, for the seventh change. time yeah you may change,
2: you get out, and you do something to feel, you may change in too, you know, so it doesn't you know it, it, hey, life is forever evolving, and it's okay. This is not the day and time that you live and die in a job for the rest of your life. absolutely. You know? I mean our, our career, you know, you find it, and then you'd be like, well I could maybe I could do this and I could you know you know you have options, which is nothing wrong with that, nothing at all. yes.
0: So Isabella? 19 years old, you'll turn 20 this year in July. Cannot believe it. Um, but what's so what's your look at that face? So I mean Isabella, July babies. That's right. That's right. right. You're that's like
1: right. You truly are. Yes, but you're a cancer, right, Izzy? I am a cancer. Yeah. Which Ma- cancer in brown. I know uh, you're a mess. <laughs> July what? 5th.
2: Uh, okay. I'm July 26th. Go, Izzy i know your brother's birthday's in august
1: yeah yes. on the 12th they're all in august except for me yeah
0: nadia ron and rondo are, are all oh, that's they are in
1: august. And, and your mother yeah, yeah we're the only ones that aren't in august yeah
0: yeah we're in i'm february by myself she's in july by herself but they're they're closer together that's why i was always like we would go broke between july and august because Everybody's birthday is in the same, you know, the same time span. It's like July straight on and through August.
1: And Ron is a Leo too. Yeah.
2: Wow. He very and much impressed so Nadia. Huh? I know Nadia and I know, know
0: Rondo, but I didn't know Ron was a Leo. What's yeah. his
1: birthday?
0: The eighteenth. Oh, so these closer to you yeah. Know, so okay. their birthdays are the Rondo's the twelfth, Ron's the eighteenth, and Nadia is the twenty eighth. Oh,
2: yes. so Nadia is not a Leo
0: no Mm -mm.
2: okay
0: okay gotcha so so Isabella words of wisdom because you you've dropped some really good nuggets seriously things that even I'm gonna walk away with so what's your your words of wisdom to your other 19 year old navigating life right now or parents of 19 year olds right now and I want you to speak to both if you if you have something to share those who are in the same phase where you are, but also those of us who are parenting 19-year-olds like you?
1: Um, so I'll speak to the other 19-year-olds first. And I'm probably going to specifically speak to only girls here. Um, number one, leave that man alone. He does not want you. There is no such thing as a nonchalant man, that he's not nonchalant. He just don't give a fuck about shit. (laughs) Go ahead, Izzy. What I'll say, the other thing um, about us as 19 year olds, um, buy stock in a coffee shop. The amount of money we spend on it is crazy. We might as well just buy the damn coffee shop. And that's serious, I'm not even joking. Um, I truly think I'm going to buy stopping coffee shit, like in Starbucks next time I get paid. So. Um, and then the other thing is that, um, take your adultness at your own pace. Like just because everybody on TikTok right now at 19 is like being the most grown up 19 year old I've seen in my entire life, like going to New York by themselves and stuff like that. Does not mean that like, you have to also be extremely grown up at 19, cause like, you know, I call myself a mini adult right now. I still call my mom every day to ask her like what food I eat and what I enjoy. So I think it's like, like I said, take your adultness at your own pace. Like you don't have to be a full grown up the minute you turn 18 or the minute you turn 19 or even the minute you turn 20. Like I give myself until about 22 to, to get my adultness together. And, um, Only thing I have to say to the parents of 19-year-olds, because, like, I'm not a parent, but the only thing I will say to the parent of 19-year-olds is, like, please stop dropping it on your kids like you're the FBI. Like, I'm tired of being at my friend's houses, and I just hear, and then it's like, they just come in my house, like, they just come in, and they're like, oh, my God, like, um, they're like, how are y'all, how are y'all? And I'm like, who are you? And they're like, oh, I'm so-and-so's mom, and I'm like, okay? And they're like, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is, like, my daughter's dorm, and I'm like, okay and they're like and they're like yeah I just drop in sometimes I have a key and I'm like why do you have a key to a dorm what like and I just feel like you know the the medium thing you could give like the like the minimalist thing you could give your kids or like the tiniest thing I guess I'm trying to say that you could give your kids when they turn 19 or like being like an adult is to call them before you come to their house like or at least let us know so that we can hide all the things that we've been doing before you come to the house. So you don't have to be upset when you get there. Save us both the trouble, you know? That's all. That's good <laughs> stuff. Well, let me just say for all
0: of you who she, she's not talking to me. Cause I don't drop in on her. I, I don't, I, that's, I just, that's just not a thing. I, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't drop, on, I don't I drop in on my kids either. I completely believe that what we have poured into our children and -hmm. granted, as Isabella said, you know, take your adulthood at your own pace and you're, Mm -hmm. you, no, no, listen, at 58 years old, there are sometimes like, even yesterday, I was like, this adulting thing, y'all could have it. Honestly, (laughs) y'all can have it. Like, I, I don't want it anymore. Y'all can have it. Right. But. (laughs) I can't give it back. I got to keep going. So, the thing is that right, as as we have poured into our children, we must trust and believe that we have poured into them well enough that they will make good decisions. That's really exactly. important, right? Mm-hmm. And it and if you feel like they're not making good decisions, then yes, call them, talk to them. Don't don't beat them up, talk to them. Reach out to them, find out what's going on with them so that if you can help them you can, right? But you can't, we can't give our children the ability to go live on their own, live on their own schedule, live on their own time, live in their own apartment. And then when they come back home, we're like, you gotta be back in this house at uh 11 o'clock. Oh yeah, that that I don't understand. I that, that I don't know how I you, mean. I had Cause yeah, it's you not can, about,
2: you, do that. Yeah, you, right. you, you do know, that.
0: and I you know, know there not. will be people who will argue with us on that and say, you know, my Ooh. house, my yeah. rules, but, but also if you're, if you're treating a person and giving them the responsibilities to adult and to be responsible you can't give it, snatch it. Give it, snatch it. Give it, snatch it. No, it doesn't. Right? Yeah, like no, you can't. No, you can't. You know, that. like if it. they done something wrong, yeah, we gotta have a conversation yeah. for sure. I mean, well, right? I mean, well, like when Savannah
2: graduates in May, you know, and she, she, you know, she has to give up the apartment in June, and so she's like, I don't want to come back home. <laughs> you know, and I, I get it. Well, but I, when I was saying to her, you know, just things like when they come home, her and Mercedes when the, you know what I don't like. So just do what I ask you to do. It's not a problem. Let me know what's going on. But what I've been encouraging her to do, I said, come back home, save some money so you could buy something um, and not just go out there and put money into rent. I think that would be a really good idea. But I mean, it's up to her because now, you know, she's graduating, you know, she's with her master's. So she, she's going to be 23. I'm like, you know, I'm just giving giving you an opportunity. I understand how it could be, you don't live on your own, you know, for these, I think I put her in an apartment in what 2020, 2021, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah. So, you know, and I get it. And it's nice to have your own space. And you know, her and Dash are over there together. But I tell I said that would be the smart thing to do. But only if you could do it. It's something you have to feel comfortable with. I don't know what Savion Savion graduates in 2024. Um he may he doesn't really he doesn't want to stay in California, but he, you know, if he gets a job out there. He'll be in California. He might see, right. So, right. Exactly. Because he got an interview with Paramount Studios for the summer. So he might even be coming home for the summer. So, you know, it's like they gotta make their own, you know, but when they do come home, you cannot treat them like they're five right. again. Right? Like you know, they're just, back
0: in high school. And yeah, you like, you know, and, you and, know, you and I, I know a lot that. of people will disagree with us, but I am just there, saying, a lot of I people, think- you know, be in Because you know what? My mother, I, I
2: I did not have a curfew ever. I never had a curfew. I just knew what time to come home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. This at the high school. And when I was in high school, I was in that bed every night at 10 o'clock at night. I would right. do that. You know, not a problem. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of different in that aspect.
0: Right. So am I. Well, Isabella Jules Owens, we so do appreciate you. Any final Hi. words?
1: Izzy. Um, what's your
0: final words?
1: Wear your SPF. Show <laughs> See? You know what? she is the best. This one, <laughs> the, we gotta
2: go. The four of us gotta go out and give me, you and Savannah. And I mom. know we gotta get together, yeah. I gotta tell Savannah, oh, yeah, because her and Savior, honey, yeah, if you think about when we gonna come on that podcast? Be <laughs> like, no, never. <laughs> but you know what, yeah. I'm gonna leave you go alone. I could say, you know. You know, all our kids came on the podcast (laughs) to support her. Don't do that
0: because they will never go. I'm not (laughs) going to do it. I'm not
2: going to do it. Like I said, you know, comparison is the death of the relationship. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I would have to do that. You know, it's all good. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, guys, we thank you all so much for joining us today. We are, Isabella, you were a great, great guest. We'd love to have you back again as you are continuing on your college journey and you're navigating life as a 19 year old. And so, as you get closer and closer, we will definitely have you back on again because we want to see where you're progressing to. Um, really enjoy that. Uh, you know, we. Just love to see where you guys are going in life because we're so proud of you all, you know. Just like we're proud of Savion and Savannah, and we're proud of Rondell and Isabella and Nadia, and so hey, you know, we That's all ought treat. to be proud of our many adults, as Isabella yeah, calls exactly. herself. That's what I the many adults, so I, I, I love it. Yes, <laughs> you
2: know, it's like we know adults, as not They, they already know. I I told him, like, yeah, you're not really an adult until you're you're, you're maybe 21. I said, but if you're not 10K, he said, you're really not an adult. (laughs) So neither one of my kids are really adults yet. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: It's when we really start adulting, adulting. So, guys, we appreciate you all tuning in today. We thank you all for joining us, and we hope that you all have a wonderful weekend. Um, Enjoy the weekend. If your weather is warm where you are, get out and enjoy it. If you're down in the south, like where we are, not so much. It's going to be cold. So but we it's gonna be like well with 60 it's gonna be 60
2: with well, 64 yesterday. It's gonna yeah. be 60 something today, but it's gonna be cold on Sunday. <laughs> it's gonna the weather's going back and forth.
0: Well, we appreciate you guys. We thank you all so much. We love you. Love you, honey bunny. Love, love you, honey you, my love, Isabella.
2: Bye Isabella.
0: Bye. Bye.